0: This is the Locked On Jets podcast on this Sunday evening. I'm your host, John B. from ganggreennation.com here to recap a very ugly game for the New York Jets as they are defeated by the Buffalo Bills, 32-6 in Orchard Park, New York. The Bills get some measure of revenge for the Jets' thrilling overtime victory week one. This game was never really close from the opening kickoff. Xavier Gibson fumbled it, the Bills were able to kick a quick field goal to take the lead, and they never looked back. And as I was watching this game, a thought came to mind. It kind of felt like we may look at back on this as the point of no turning back for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. And whenever there is a a coach GM combo that doesn't work out for the Jets, I feel like there's always that one game you look back on and you say that was the point where you realized this was not going to work out. Uh, you know, for Todd Bowles, it was actually another game against the Buffalo Bills in November. It was his fourth year, and I think you could say the same thing about Mike Mcagnan when Matt Barkley came in you know, got the start for the Bills and just absolutely dominated the Jets. And that was, Matt, it was known as the Matt Barkley game because the Jets were not competitive in a game started by a journeyman quarterback. Uh, that was that was the game where I always look back on as the point of no turning back for Todd Bowles and Mike McCagnin. Adam Gase, I mean, it may have been his second game as Jets head coach. You know, and it's important to realize when I say this, that doesn't mean I think that Salah or Joe Douglas is getting fired tomorrow. They're obviously not. And in the case of Adam Gase, I mean, it was very evident early in his Jets tenure that things were not going to work out for him. Well, he got a second season, so we could be looking at a case where Robert Salah and Joe Douglas come back next year. But when I look at this team, I just don't see where the hope comes from. It's not just that they've lost these games. It's you have to put these losses in the context of the entire season where the offense has just done nothing all year long. And yeah, the Jets are four and six right now. And yeah, look, we were all really excited a few weeks back when they beat the Philadelphia Eagles, even when they had that big comeback win against the Giants. But I think your perspective changes as you get more information through the season. And you know some of these wins that came earlier in the season, you look back on them now and you say, it took a lot for the Jets to win those games. Those wins were mostly not, about the Jets dominating their opponent, there were about a lot of very fortuitous things happening to the Jets. You know, week one, they went on a punt return touchdown by Gibson. And you, know, you don't take it away, but that's not a formula you can count on to win a lot of games. You know, against the Eagles, Jalen Hurts throws a horrible interception with just, you know, around two minutes left in the fourth quarter. Again, that, give credit to Tony Adams, Adams for making that play, but you can't count on another quarterback making a mistake like mistake like that all game against the Giants. Then the Giants completely messed up the last minute of that regulation. And again, give the Jets credit. Zach Wilson made some big time throws. But these formulas, the Jets had to win these games. They just were not sustainable. And as I said then, and even at the time I was kind of saying this, the Jets needed to start playing better football. And they're playing the same caliber of football, in some cases worse, and they're getting beat. Now, this is not a team that's built to withstand a bad performance by the defense. This was a bad performance by the Jets defense. It may be the first time since week two, I can say the Jets lost a game and the defense had something to do with it. This was maybe the second best, the second worst performance all season long by the defense. This is not the type of team that's built to sustain its best players playing poor games. Garrett Wilson had maybe his worst game as a pro, fumbled away a ball for the second time in three weeks. It was pretty much dominated by Rasul Douglas. Sauce Gardner probably had his worst game as a pro in this one. But I look at it, and I I just don't see where the wins are going to come based on the caliber of this team, because now that we're 10 games into the season, we can see what this team can do and what this team can't do. This team can't do anything on offense. I mean, even when the Jets' defense plays well, they're hard-pressed to win games. And the offense is just a mess right now. And there's no one problem with the offense. Zach Wilson's not any good. Zach Wilson was benched. Zach Wilson deserves to be benched. But benching Zach Wilson is not going to fix the offensive line. They allowed six sacks in this game. And yeah, maybe one or two of them were on the quarterback, but offensive line's a mess. Jets can't run the ball right now. 63 yards on 18 rushing attempts in this game. That's just not good enough. Uh, The receivers, I mean, Garrett Wilson's the only plus receiver on this team. Alan Lazard, another drop. I mean, the the only element of the passing game the Jets even had in this game was Brees Hall, who had five catches, 50 yards, and a touchdown. I mean, outside of that... They really got nothing. I mean, maybe their best passing play all game was a fake punt from Thomas Morstead to uh, Brandon Eccles, and that's what it took. They took it took a fake punt for the Jets to score a touchdown in this game. It, it's just so tough to see where the Jets are going to be able to put together a winning effort. This offense is just so far removed. I've seen a lot of bad Jets offenses through the years, and I'm sure you know. You look back, you can probably find an Adam Gase offense that was close to being as bad, but. You know, this is this is about as close to uh, there aren't many that have been much worse. I don't if those case offenses were worse, it was not by much. And you just look at this team and it it feels like things are beginning to fall apart for them. It feels like in many ways, this Douglas era, the Sala era, you know, it may have reached a point of no turning back because, well, is Aaron Rodgers going to come back and suddenly things are going to be fine with this offensive line and wide receiver group? You go into the off season. Is a forty year old Rogers coming off an Achilles injury going to be able to fix everything that's wrong? Or are the Jets going to be able to deal with their offensive line and deal with their wide receiver issues and re-sign guys like Bryce Huff with thirty million dollars of cap space? And suddenly everything's going to be fine. You know, it, it feels like this was the loss that maybe we may look back on as the point where we all realized that this thing just was not going to work for Joe Douglas and Robert Sala. Of course, the Jets have to try and turn things around. They made one big change in this game. They benched Zach Wilson in favor of Tim Boyle. As we continue this Sunday edition of Locked on Jets, we're going to look forward. What should the Jets do heading into a short week? They'll be playing the Miami Dolphins on Friday. Should they make the change at quarterback permanent? I'll tell you what I think continuing this Sunday episode of Locked on Jets. This episode of Locked On Jets is brought to you by LinkedIn. You know, these days, every new potential hire can feel like a high stakes wager for your small business. You want to make 100% certain that you have access to the best qualified candidates available. And that's why you got to check out LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the right people for your team faster and for free. Maybe the Jets should have used LinkedIn Jobs when they were building this offensive line. I mean, I think they probably would have done better. Maybe they would have looked back past some of the red flags that these linemen have. Well, you can use LinkedIn Jobs. It's easy to create a free job post, then add your job in the purple hashtag hiring frame to your LinkedIn profile to spread the word that you're hiring. Simple tools like screening questions make it easy to focus on candidates with just the right skills and experience so you can quickly prioritize who you'd like to interview and hire. This is why small businesses rate LinkedIn Jobs number one in delivering quality hires versus leading competitors. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find the qualified candidates you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at linkedin.com slash locked NFL. That's linkedin.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free. Terms and conditions apply. This episode of Locked on Jets is brought to you by DoorDash. It was a tough Jets game to watch. You probably don't want to cook dinner after a game like that. You just want to have a good meal delivered right to you. You don't want to have to do any work. Maybe watch some Netflix, watch some Sunday night football, whatever you need to do to get over the Jets loss. Order DoorDash. You'll have a great meal delivered to you. There are lots of great restaurants in the New York area. One is Ruby's Cafe. Restaurant tour Nick Mathers opened the first Ruby's Cafe in 2003 to capture the vibrant essence of the cafe scene in Australia where he's from. He named it after his grandmother and Ruby's Cafe went on to spark spark an Aussie dining trend across New York City. Today, the cozy all-day spot is still as popular as ever for brekkie and more. There's avocado toast, Vegemite toast, also toasted banana bread, ricotta hotcakes, and a big breakfast vault with all the essentials, toast, bacon, eggs, mushrooms, and roasted vine-ripened tomatoes. There's so many great restaurants on DoorDash, from local favorites to chain restaurants like the Cheesecake Factory. Check it out. Let DoorDash bring you bring you your meal. So that way you can kick back and relax and try and forget this jet's loss. And now you can get 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, that's when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23. Subject to change, change, terms apply. Again, that's 50% off up to a $10 value. When you spend $15 or more on your first order, when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, it's one word with no space, L-O-C-K-E-D, number two, number three. Subject to change, terms apply. This is the Locked On Jets podcast here on this Sunday night. The Buffalo Bills destroyed the New York Jets, thirty-two to six, in Orchard Park. The Bills go to six and five on the season. Their playoff hopes are very much alive. The Jets fall to four and six, mathematically alive but fading as much as anything. It's tough to envision the Jets going on a run based on the way they're playing, based on the personnel that they have. And the Jets made a change in this game. They benched Zach Wilson for Tim Boyle. Now, sometimes what you ha- what happens in these games is there's like I don't know, like three minutes left in the fourth quarter. And the, t- the losing team pulls its quarterback just because they don't want to get him injured. And you'll hear, you'll hear people after the game say, oh, they benched their quarterback. Let's well, not really benching your quarterback. That's just making a change so he doesn't get hurt. I think you could say that in this game, Zach Wilson was benched for Tim Boyle. This was a legitimate benching, just as Wilson was benched for Chris strevler last December in the game against Jacksonville. And it's ugly for Zach Wilson. In his brief three, three-year career, He's been now been benched for Mike White. He's been benched for Chris strevler And now he's been benched for Tim Boyle. And, Nothing really changed once Tim Boyle went into this game. Not, not that you would expect it to. I mean, the Jets' offense continued to do pretty much nothing all in this game. Uh, you know, Boyle on paper doesn't seem like much of a quarterback. You know, sometimes these guys, sometimes somebody can step into the lineup and surprise you. So, I mean, it's not a one hundred percent guarantee that Boyle is going to give you nothing. But you know, I don't have high hopes for Tim Boyle. That said, I mean, I think the Jets reached a point where they just had to do something. They could not go with the status quo and. For a football team, the biggest change you can make is changing the quarterback. And I just think heading into this Miami game, there's no way the Jets can go at go this game with the same formula. And that means they have to do one of two things. And honestly, they should probably do both. One is either change the play caller, the other is change the quarterback. And both have been bad enough to justify a change. It doesn't fix your issues on the offensive line, which are probably the biggest issue on the team. They don't, fish your, they don't fix your issues at wide receiver, which you know, is a disaster right now. But you have to try and mix something up. You have to try and find a spark somewhere. And I know Boyle wasn't very good in this game. Maybe you go to Trevor Simeon. I think at the quarterback position, you got to either go to Boyle or Simeon, though. It's a short week. It's not ideal. I mean, normally you would not want to make a quarterback change on a short week. You'd want to give the new starting quarterback a full week of practice to get his legs under him. But you know the Jets don't have that luxury right now. This season is slipping away from them. Do I think Tim Boyle or Trevor Simeon is going to save the season? Uh, quite frankly, no, I don't. And that shows you the situation the Jets are in. But they have to try something. And they have to give that guy, like a, if not a full week, then most of the week to just get get a new game plan, work work with the ones in practice, You know, f- try and develop some chemistry with the receivers. The status quo just can't work. And I'd get rid of Nathaniel Hackett, too. I said this last week. I, I'll say it again. Nathaniel Hackett is an awful offensive coordinator. I'm not trying to like defend Michael LaFleur. I, think, I don't think Michael LaFleur is very good. But the, At this point, I think there's no way you can say that this has been anything other than a downgrade for this football team. Uh, Michael LaFleur at least knew how to scheme some guys open. He at least knew how to manufacture some offense even when things looked bleak. Nathaniel Hackett's lost. and you know They moved him to the booth, and sometimes maybe that mixes things up a little bit. I mean, people read a lot into Michael LaFleur going into the booth a few years back. I think sometimes that's overrated. I think in LaFleur's case, it definitely was, but they put Nathaniel Hackett in the booth, and nothing changed. I mean, you saw literally nothing change about the play calling. There are lots of first down runs right up the middle where the Jets can't block. Very unimaginative offense, very predictable offense. Jets running into slammed lines, nothing really mixing it up at all. No, no creativity. It's like they're just they're trying nothing. I mean, they they might as well have done nothing. They have to make some changes here. It's a it's a tough it's a tough spot. I mean, they're four and six. They're mathematically still alive. You have to go down swinging. So I I don't think it's necessarily going to change anything. I don't think the results are going to get better, but you just have to try things. And Zach Wilson's not getting the job done. Nathaniel Hackett's not getting the job done. I know the receivers aren't getting the job done. I know the offensive line isn't getting the job done, but you have to try and fix something. I think to me that those are the two spots you have to look. Anyway, that's all for this special Sunday night edition of Locked on Jets. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you try and get over an ugly Jets loss. You know, it's going to be a tough night if you're a Jets fan. But we'll be back tomorrow. We'll have our full regular show. If you're new to the New On Jets, this is a daily podcast covering the New York Jets with new episodes each day through the week, Monday through Friday. Tomorrow we'll have our full recap show. Can't wait to talk to you then.